0: Welcome
1: to New Week, New Music. Tonight, we are bringing you a very special uh, bonus episode where we will be doing a full discography review of a band, a very special band um, in American history and British history and world
0: history. I mean, you could say they're a little famous. They're, you may have heard of them. Um, <laughs> they've had a one or two hits over the years. Just like four three. Four from
1: Liverpool. Um Sometimes they're referred to as the Quarrymen or the Fab Four. You may know them as the Beatles. And tonight we will be going through their uh, entire discography, or at least uh, the albums that we deemed uh, worth doing. And uh, we yeah, do have a which very special is guest.
0: the studio albums plus uh, Magical Mystery Tour. Also, I did forget to say, um, we did axe uh, Yo! Submarine. <laughs> so, sorry you had to listen to that. You did extra homework. You did like eight <laughs> percent more work than we did. Um,
1: uh, but uh, speaking of overachievers, um, why don't you introduce yourself, Cassie?
2: Well, I'm Cassie. I don't know what you want. I don't know if I can swear or not on anything, <laughs> oh, no, but, oh, you, but yeah.
0: yeah. you can, can swear anything. Uh, the funniest thing you actually can do is just say the phrase power metal. Oh, metal.
1: God damn it. <laughs> that's going to be a good one for you. More work for Eric now, thank you. Try to throw that one in oh, there no, as much as possible uh, if you can find an appropriate use for it.
2: Oh, <laughs> okay, really, perfect. Cassie, so that's my, like, here, drinking word for the night.
1: The real reason you're here is just to be another punching bag um, for all of us. Um, the more potential victims we have tonight, the better, because uh, this is kind of how we all get our anger out. It just general life problems is through disagreeing with other people's musical tastes preferably our friends so
2: uh, that's literally why we started this whole that's thing. pretty much why so we could this whole thing
1: shit. began <laughs>
2: <laughs> no that's perfect yeah. it was a bullshit day at work i was thrown to the sharks and i had four panic attacks and three episodes of cry- four episodes of crying so you Let's came ready it. to
3: fight, Mike? <laughs> oh, fuck yes!
2: <laughs> Are you kidding me? Absolutely! Right. I just finished work half an hour ago <laughs> in a thirteen-hour day.
0: <laughs> yikes! Um, so that I guess a good place to start is: What is your history with the Beatles, and what was your uh, discography listening experience like?
2: So growing up, I knew some German, but through the Beatles is how I was really able to connect with my grandfather before he had passed before I got really fluent with German. And so he would always sing songs from yellow submarines, specifically yellow submarine I am here to fight today. Um, so we would listen to it like growing up like I was always enjoying like, some of the, I'm not going to go into it just yet because we're going to go through. Uh, the whole don't spoil order, like your rankings,
0: but, but you can talk about like your general
2: feelings. Other albums, like I loved them. We would sing along to them. Like I grew up until like through middle school. I'm like, yes, the Beatles. They're amazing. That's like my go-to saw, like my go-to band. Um, and uh, I'm not going to leave any spoilers now. But I had Beatles everything. People would buy me. Like, I had Beatles Monopoly. I had Beatles posters. It's just random shit. Like, when I had to move to this new place, like, I gave away, like, three giant boxes of Beatles shit to Goodwill.
4: Oh, my God. <laughs> so I started think you're to guest yeah. on this episode.
2: Well, <laughs> I mean, it's also, it's like a new place, a new cleansing. And I had buckets of this garbage i mean same thing when people found out that i like giraffes they just bought me anything that was related to a giraffe and i'm like i don't i don't need this (laughs) (laughs) Uh.
0: so uh i guess i'll get started with with the spiciness this evening um so my my history uh with the beatles is uh, i mean obviously i've heard you know their hits which you know is admittedly a shitload of their songs like there wasn't a single album that we we did here that there wasn't at least one song off the album that I was, you know, incredibly familiar with. Uh, And, but this was the first time I'd like listened to entire albums from them. And, man, some of these were a little rough on me. (laughs) Um, And part of it is like, I know so much of their music has, you know, shaped the modern pop and rock scene to what it is now. But man, some of, especially their earlier work, in my opinion, it was just so painfully boring to listen to.
2: Yeah, it was my uh, first time reading, listening to everything. So I feel the pain. But did you actually listen to all of them?
0: Oh, yeah, I listened to every single one. You fucking better have at least once um, there's only two albums i only listen to once but all the other ones i listen to at least twice all right uh ben we'll have you get started because i already know your opinions on.
1: yeah i would say um you know i've listened to a lot of beatles in my life um my earliest uh memories of the beatles was when i was a pretty young child um my parents would play uh, a lot of their stuff we i listened a lot to their number one hits album um which i can say that because we're not reviewing that obviously Um, and there was one other album that i did listen to quite a bit as a young child uh, which i won't name yet but um uh, and over the years i I just listened to a lot of beatles um uh you know i I wouldn't say I was ever like a die-hard fanatic to where i worship them or only listen to them but you know i've listened to a lot of their stuff over the years that being said um definitely some of the tracks here uh, were new to me, and this was the first time that I've really delved into their
3: entire work. And Eric? Well, you know, I mean, I grew up with these guys. Like, I went to school with Ringo, you know, obviously. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, realistically... What was it I'm- like for you when uh, when Paul died? I mean, that must have been a rough
2: <laughs> And then they brought in that clone.
3: Uh, but I mean, I, I, <laughs> so I listen Just to- like him. A decent amount of beatles but mostly through the the anthology albums so i kind of like almost in in the kind of three-ish phases of the beatles i kind of listened to the hits but also a little a couple of the deeper cuts and stuff but separated in in the kind of time periods a little more too so uh but no i'd never really done like a deep dive or listened to all their albums all the way through or anything before i mean I was reasonably familiar, but um, especially with some of the older stuff, I hadn't heard as many of the songs.
0: We had even played, you know, quite a bit of their music back in. Uh, me and Eric, um, yeah, we're, we're we were the in band, high school uh, marching band, and our show oh, yeah. freshman year was the Beatles. And so it we was. played a ton of their music from uh, from that. So. I have to bust out the sax. <laughs> didn't you come across the show music
3: for that like not that long ago like yeah i found it i found it in the last move i did i found the show music that's pretty cool nice all
0: right uh but i do believe it is time to get into
3: our rankings yeah we know what we all came here for come on now yeah (laughs)
0: i've been waiting for this all day Oh. i'm just now nah, i just gotta hope someone put like you know Abbey road or some shit at the <laughs> <bottom>. <laughs> <laughs> all, right, uh, all right so yeah let's get it started with the uh our what is in our opinion the worst beatles album and they please 12, please see me
2: to... fucking a i hate it <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah nothing surprising yeah nothing,
1: me, nothing uh, too there. surprising there um got uh some of the early uh stuff uh Brandon with With the Beatles, uh, Eric and I with uh, Beatles for Sale, Cassie with Please Please Me. So, yeah, nothing nothing too shocking there for uh, me.
0: I know I'm getting slightly ahead of myself, but it's a really, really spicy take, so I want to open with it. (laughs) Um, So, on With the Beatles, there is a song on there. uh, And that song is called Roll Over Beethoven. Mm, Yes, And. This song is just the inverse of New Music Sucks. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. um, So Cassie, you're probably not familiar with this because I don't imagine you listen to awful comedy metal. Uh, But a stand-up comedian Brian Posehn came out with an album earlier this year and on it there was a song called New Music Sucks. And it was just basically old people complaining about how bad modern music is. And Roll over Beethoven's just the opposite. It's young people bitching about how bad old music is. And it's just as cringy and annoying. <laughs> Wait
1: I was going to think... I thought you were going to say it's... Uh, old music is great, but it's done worse than the original. <laughs> that's what I thought you were going to go with that. But, uh, right. Anyway, I mean, that's a Chuck Berry. Oh. That's like Chuck Berry's crown jewel, is it not?
0: I mean... Chuck Berry's great.
1: No, but that was his song. Wasn't he the first, or was that an older song that he just did? I I mean, I I know that's uh, one that Chuck Berry was known for, and then the Beatles did it later.
0: I mean, it's really annoying there, too. Chuck Berry's still great, but that shit's annoying. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: anyway, Anyway, moving on number
0: 11. Um... Yeah, nothing. Yeah, uh, Nothing surprising nothing there. Nothing really that surprising here. yeah no. no. Yeah. Um. Actually, I, seeing the white album as at the bottom of our standard deviation is interesting. Uh, yeah, because
1: the standard deviation is okay. So so just to so be clear, the that bottom, means This
0: means this is the album we we disagree on the most. Oh really? Okay. Ooh. Interesting. Whoa. That actually
1: does not. Doesn't it doesn't surprise me at, me at all. But. Either but I'm curious
3: okay, I'm still hundred percent with rate your music right now so, so far we all seem to really? to
1: dislike the uh the boy band oh, yeah. uh The boy band i've got the plebeian taste at the moment
2: (laughs) (laughs) oh god it was so (laughs) fucking awful (laughs) it was so fucking awful because i remember brando was like oh yeah you still want to do this i'm like shit yes we're doing this so i'm listening to the albums as i'm driving over to my boyfriend's house which is like a 30 minute drive because he lives in bumfuck nowhere vale and i'm just going also through it well. and i'm just like slowly sinking more and more in my chair and like the steering wheel gets higher and higher which the unusual because i'm 5'10 and i'm just like this is the fucking worst shit i've ever heard it's the same tone, it's the Man. same melody it's the same words i, I enjoyed
1: it. every album and most songs. I mean, man, you guys uh, are harsh. We'll, we'll get on into that, that, that later. Okay. All right. All and right. like,
2: I loved them growing up, and then listening to those first few albums, I, I started skipping to like the ends because it was just too repetitious, And I'm like, all right, I got the gist. There's love. There's something. There's love again. There's a woman. There's love. <laughs> there's a woman.
1: We'll talk about the lyrics <laughs> later. I do want to talk about that. Okay. For sure. Uh,
3: all right. Uh, Number next. ten.
1: Man, Eric! Wow, Eric! Holy That's... shit! That is a hot take right there. That explains the I think the we, I think we don't know the hot take award winner today. Yeah, we have officially reached it. I think. Um, wow, the White Album as the third worst Beatles album. Wow.
0: But other than that,
1: okay, we we won't make you defend it yet. We'll defend it later.
0: I mean, you. I don't know if you can defend I it. I mean,
1: but. I mean, you can't defend it, but you can try later. But I'll try to. <laughs>
0: I'll try to hold back for now. All right, moving on to number nine. God, I keep the white album at 10. Jesus. Man, that's. Yeah, I was not expecting right, that. Number nine. Um,
1: number nine. Number nine.
0: Number nine. Number yeah, nine.
1: Number nine. nine. Number nine. <laughs> <laughs> not. Okay. Yeah, that's. That makes sense. Yeah, everything. Except for putting Please Please Me above the White Album. That doesn't make sense, but whatever, hum. <laughs>
2: yeah, I'm <it> really does. <laughs> Get your out. shit together, Eric.
0: <laughs> All right. Oh rubber soul damn nothing nothing too
1: surprising there yeah i mean rubber soul that low i mean i guess a little surprising but not uh, actually like, I just not looking shocking. at my
0: list again i i can't say a whole lot about <laughs> yeah, that yeah it's like i can't say a whole <laughs> lot about that either, i was i got it confused for another one
1: <laughs> i mean i i think we've uh pretty much knocked out the boy band era though already which is about what i expected pretty much yeah yeah
0: yeah yeah, which is, uh, right. which is something I will get into during my my portion. Yes, I do
1: want to talk about that as well, for sure. At, I can see what you meant about rubber soul, uh, Brandon. If yeah. you have it here,
0: <laughs> you can't really. I, I uh, got it confused
1: with, uh, with number seven. Revolver.
3: What? Yeah. Whoa, that's a little spicy.
1: Whoa. Okay, Eric, you have no right to speak. Only me and Brandon. Can <laughs> <Yeah. that. laughs> revolver number seven i just, I seven. Felt, That's, I just wow. felt
2: more passionately about the other few than i did about revolver apparently
1: okay oh. all right
2: because like as i was listening to it i was like writing little notes or like putting it in my email and i'm like nope not this one not this
1: one
0: all <laughs> <laughs> right we've had we've had two shockers so far all right all right it's number six Magical Mystery Tour, Rubber Soul, Hard Hard Day's Night. That that's six a is very high, high ranking.
1: I mean, nothing wrong with that album, but that is pretty high. Yeah, a couple of Rubber Souls, I mean, Magical that's Mystery. The that's the highest that rated uh, boy band era. Yeah, album. Oh so, yeah, and, and that's a totally defensible take. But uh, yeah, I'm okay.
0: Uh, regular music's got it only two below that's not too big of a deal yeah I, I mean, it's um, not because anyway, i realize we've not been doing this uh at number six i got magical mystery tour ben has rubber soul eric has hard days night and cassie also has rubber soul we really should do that more often we just don't yeah i know Bro, but we, we always know. forget because we, we get mad <laughs> i know i was doing fine and then the white album came but now i'm all agitated yeah, I mean.
3: <laughs> gotta throw you off your game early (laughs) I can barely
1: see straight right now
0: uh, (laughs) let it be for myself Ben with Magical Mystery Tour Eric also with Magical Mystery Tour Cassie with Abbey Road Road. coming in at number 5 no kidding
1: wow that's okay three three hot takes so far for the night it hasn't disappointed so far
0: (laughs) in terms of controversy oh man (laughs) Alright, number four, we've got revolver. Sergeant Pepper is making its first appearance for Ben. Uh Eric with help.
1: Help, what the fuck? <laughs>
0: <laughs> what? Right. What the fuck? Yeah, that, <laughs> I know, the speak. Speak.
1: <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck?
0: <laughs> <laughs> that might goddamn. Yeah. Well help was her second most uh disagreed on, so yeah, shouldn't okay. be terribly surprised. Yeah. But I'm still I'm still shocked. Yeah, that's oh, yeah. Wow. Uh, number three. I've got Abbey Road, Ben with the White Album, Eric with Revolver, and Cassie with magical mystery tour.
2: Purely um, uh, sentimental. No, I it actually, just it was raining through. It just I, don't see I needed anything, it.
1: I don't see anything wrong with any of those takes. I don't necessarily agree with them, but there's nothing um, too shocking about those.
0: And now the final two oh, and also Cassie for this uh, when I reveal number 2 it's going to reveal 1 and 2. So okay. just cuz we'll be able to figure it out at that point. Um so yeah, let's see it. Number yeah, 1 and number 2. Okay. 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 Two people be, uh, Ben and Eric both have Abbey Road at number 1. Cassie with the White Album at number 1. Uh I have Sergeant Pepper's at number 1. I have the White Album at number two, Ben with Revolver at number two, and then Eric and Cassie coming in with Sergeant Pepper's in in second place. So, all right. on all average, right. we all gave Sergeant Pepper's the highest.
1: Yeah, that's that's what I the didn't want to. That's what I didn't yeah. want to happen. What yeah. happened?
3: Sergeant Pepper coming in at you one. Want what? I didn't want. Brandon to Brandon picked it, and we still have it at number one. Like yeah, that's. I guess. That, I mean, that explains with, uh, why a lot of casual with music Stone. listeners rated it as such a great album, though. What I mean, it is just yeah. straight up their best
0: album. It really, it is not,
3: yeah. It is overall, not, it was it the best. Not, it is not. No, well, you didn't even put it no. at number
0: one, Cassie
2: With what I know, about. but like overall, <laughs> like if we're gonna just not just my opinion, but if we're gonna take into consideration what all it was encompassing, like how many hits they were taking off of it. Like, cause I was just going off of my opinion. I was all about them doing all the drugs to the max.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh. Yeah.
2: Um, Should have done shrooms while we were doing this. I, I
0: wish I was on shrooms for a lot of this. <laughs> I've oh, never been on any of those better. things. <laughs> <laughs>
4: right,
0: so I guess I'll get started with my defense, which I think is quite defensible. Um, I yeah, will, I don't think there's anything I'm really. Yeah, yours too is upset actually pretty reasonable,
1: there. Brandon. Um, yours is pretty reasonable. I don't have any big. Uh, but yeah, let's hear your uh, your rationale.
0: I am going to basically summarize my experience with the entire boy band era of uh, the Beatles all at once because my opinions on it are exactly the same and that is Good Lord Is It Boring <laughs> uh, like there's a few like they have some good hits during uh, during that time period um, um, I got looking back to them maybe they don't I mean Hard Day's Night's pretty good um, uh, Can't Buy Love I enjoy um, like 8, eight days, days a week, week Ticket to yeah. Ride yeah, yes, but I mean, they, they, they definitely have a few big hits, but God, until they, you know, get to the, you know, like psychedelic experimentation, like on that they started with Rubber Soul, good Lord, is it boring. All the songs sound the same, they're all about the same shit. It's just, it's just really annoying. <laughs> Like, and like, I I respect the albums for what they are, but God, God, I can't, I like, so (laughs) starting from the bottom, I have with the Beatles at 12, please, please me at 11, hard days night at 10 Beatles for sale at nine and help at eight. And honestly, I could probably put those in any order and I'd feel the same way outside of with the Beatles. I do really think that's their worst record. By a significant margin. But other than, like, they're really just all the same album. They released the same album five times in a row to start their career. Um, I'm going to
3: disagree with you on how. I'm
1: going to just, I disagree with that, but we'll get into that.
0: I mean, you guys can disagree all you want. You're wrong. So I
1: actually, I actually mostly agree, but I would note one, (laughs) but I'll get into it.
0: uh, Anyway, so Rubber Soul at number seven. This is going to be the first uh, album I actually talk about because of exactly what i just said um it's when they really started to like experiment with more psychedelic you know music not doing just the cookie cutter pop rock that they were known for up till that point um it's still a pretty you know it still is pretty cookie cutter and pretty basic but there's finally something new there's finally some life to these albums and or to the to the album and that's why I put it above that. Like, there's some aspects on here to mm-hmm. hear yeah. that I like and I didn't take notes, which I really should have because I'm forgetting, like, the individual songs that jump out for me. Like, uh, Nowhere Man is one I do remember, though. I like Nowhere Man. Um, so then moving up to uh, Magical Mystery Tour, um, which is technically an EP, which is something I learned uh, for this. Um, oh, was it? Is but it really? Uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, it went along with a... The- with a,
1: was it their own movie or some They're other movie? A TV or...
0: show, I think it okay. was. Oh, weird. Right. Hmm. Um, but um, I actually really, really like this EP, I guess. So everything from this point up, I like enthusiastically enjoyed. Um, like I Am the Walrus, Hello Goodbye, Blue Jay Way, Fool on a Hill, Magical Mystery Tour, Strawberry Fields Forever. Like I just named like half the EP as songs yep. that I think are just you know incredibly good. And just, just a ton of ton of fun uh, to listen to. Uh, next up, I have their final album, "Let It Be," which um, the reason I have it here is because I, I do I do really really like this record, which I did find according to Radio Music is a bit of a hot take, but I, I still really like it. Like, um, I mean, the song "Let It Be" uh, across the universe, like get back like they're really good songs on here um but and one thing that i i actually did kind of like on this album is you can really hear the tension amongst the band members on this album like you can tell that like while recording this they were fighting they were at each other's throats they hated each other like i and like i think that comes through on the album and i actually really enjoyed that aspect. It like provided like a really nice like hard edge to the album it's their most raw album by yeah far. it's a very yeah. raw album because of that so i just i just really really enjoyed it uh, for that reason uh next we get into revolver which i do still classify as the the boy band era um and it's far and away the best one of that um uh, and, but it, it does, it is pretty solidly also within like the psychedelic phase, I guess. And um, yeah, and once again, just tons of great songs on here Yellow Submarine, Taxman, Eleanor Rigby. Eleanor Rigby is one of probably my second favorite Beatles song ever. It's great.
1: Um, and thank you for giving credit to Taxman because that's one of their most, I think, underappreciated songs shouldn't be that's it's a great really good song. it is kind it of is. annoying a and i feel song.
0: it has contributed to you know entire generations of people not understanding how taxes work but i mean, that's <laughs> I mean not if, the you're, if you're, fault, if you're I taking guess.
3: tax advice from the beatles uh, you're you're setting yourself up for failure
0: <laughs> <laughs> um anyway uh so next up i got Abbey Road. Um, I mean, what is there to say about Abbey Road that hasn't been said already?
1: It's, it's, it's it incredible. deserves to be higher up than number three. Okay,
3: but whatever. Never mind. I didn't say anything. It's almost not even worth talking about the top picks because, like, what are we going to add to that conversation?
0: Yeah. Um. And honestly, everything that I have to say, uh, about this is kind of something I've already said. It's just, damn, there's a lot of really good songs on here. Like, I, I do think this has, you know kind of the reason why they go higher is just because they're more and more concentrated of the good songs versus the filler songs. But I mean, I don't even I don't know if there's even a single song on here that I would consider filler. Oh, hell no. Right, um, rude, like maybe you know, her not majesty, but it's 26 seconds.
3: Like, <laughs> yeah. and it's a bonus track. <laughs> oh, is it a bonus track? I mean, that I makes think it's sense. a bonus track. Yeah. But, yeah. In keeping yeah, in with like, our I, ethos, bonus tracks don't count, Brandon. I, well, I mean, it don't, like, it's not like it's going to change
0: my no, placement no. on here. Uh, um, all right, so, the moving into the White Album, I actually I do have some things to say about this, and kind of like the the history, or like the lasting image of the White Album, is kind of being like a, a bit of a scattered mess, but in a glorious way, and. I mean, I think that's absolutely true. And one album that I'm going to compare it to mostly because I want to see Ben squirm is uh, the Kesha record from her earl- that we listened to earlier oh my in the year. god! <laughs> <laughs> like it's just all over the goddamn place. Like every- <laughs> Paul, McCartney, and-
1: Paul McCartney and Ringo Starr are rolling in their graves. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I mean, like every song on oh. the white album is like a different genre almost. Like, like there's 17 songs on here, and there's at least 17 genres on here. Like, it's just, it's completely all over the place in just an amazing and glorious, beautiful musical way. And I totally see why some people don't like it because of how much of a scattered mess it is, but I, I love how messy it is. And that brings us into... The one, the only, Sergeant Pepper's the only arts club band. My all-time favorite uh, Beatles album has my all-time favorite Beatles song on here with uh, For the Benefit of Mr. Kite.
1: Mm, that's a good one.
0: Um, yeah. I mean, Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds, Sgt. Pepper's, like, with, with a little help from my friends, like, every single song on here is amazing. I love every single song on here. I totally agree that it's their best album, which a lot of people do. Not great your music, and apparently no one else on here. But I think it's great. Rolling Stone, you got this one right. I gave you shit for it, but you know what? You were right.
3: (laughs) No.
1: They put it as (laughs) the greatest album of all time.
0: I wouldn't say that, but I'm talking about anyone on our, uh, rolling stone. So they put it, they put in the top 10. I don't remember exactly what number, but I am officially okay with that ranking. All right,
1: Ben. All right. Anything else? Okay. Yeah, I guess Ah. I'll get into mine. So, um, so, uh, I did give Brandon some shit there, but in all honesty, um, I, I do agree with, uh, probably the majority of what he said there. Um, I generally agree with him on the boy band stuff. Um, I still liked the boy band stuff. I still think it's great and fun to listen to, um, but I do agree that it was um, by far their worst work and I'm very glad that they eventually grew out of it. Um, and like Brandon said, um, you know, their first what five albums, um, relatively interchangeable. For me, um, uh, Beatles for Sale, Help, and With the Beatles were all very, very close. I had a really hard time kind of distinguishing between those, so really those could have gone in any order. When Um, did you decide on
0: Beatles for sale at the bottom?
1: That's a good question. Uh, I would say, um, honestly, I kind of, so basically their first few albums, um, Beatles, the three that I mentioned, um, I felt like most of it was kind of like, you know, solid rock and roll filler with maybe two or three really good songs on it. And for me, it ended up getting the bottom spot because it just didn't have those great tracks on it. um, I mean, it had Eight Days a Week was probably the best one. I do really like No Reply, but I think everything else was just, you know, decent. So there wasn't much to distinguish it, in my view, and that's why it ended up losing. Um, Help had... Song Help, it had uh, Ticket to Ride, which um, that song just, like, shines out like a star-studded diamond compared to the rest of that album in terms of... Great board game, too. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah, like, that song really stands out, and... And that song alone, I think, uh, really brings that album up. With the Beatles, I felt like overall was a little more consistent. Um, even though there weren't too many like standalone tracks there, but uh, I felt like it, it kept up a, a more consistent kind of um, tone to it. Please Please Me ended up beating those three albums um, probably because of nostalgia. Um, I mentioned earlier that um, there was an album that my parents would always listen to a lot, um, in our house, and that album was Please Please Me. Um, I have so many memories of being a young child and listening to that album. So I think for one, it just kind of holds a special place in my heart. And two, I think it's um, the one album of their first five that sonically sounds uh, different than all the rest. Um, Please Please Me has its own sound to it. Um, I I can't quite describe what's different about it, but to me, that album sounds totally different than the other four of the early era. And um, it also has, what I would consider to be a top 10 Beatles song of their entire discography. And that's, uh, the third song, Anna, uh, which is actually a cover of an Arthur a- Alexander song. Uh, I think that song's just brilliant. And one of the best things they've ever done.
3: Yeah. i all
1: agree with you on that one. That's good. That uh, it's funny. You yeah. never, ever hear that song mentioned like ever. And it's great. But yeah. I mean, it I've deserves it. It's so good. Um, then we have a hard day's night, um, which, uh, I think I rated it uh, higher than the rest because it seemed a little more cohesive, a little more focused uh, in terms of energy and just in terms of uh, the sonic nature of it. It's still pretty basic, but I thought it it, it brought a more uh, consistent energy to it than the others. And uh, like Brandon said, once we get past this point, now we're getting into the really quality stuff um, where they actually started to write music um, with interesting lyrics, with interesting sounds, and without the... Just corny sappy pop bullshit that that they had in the early stages. Um I ended up putting Let It Be at number 7. Uh not because I didn't like it. I do actually really enjoy this album. Um and I I do like the rawness of it. I I do like how it's kind of stripped down. Um I think from a songwriting perspective this has some really solid stuff. Um but it does also feel a little unfinished, uh, a little sloppy. And not quite as just viscerally engaging as their other stuff. Uh, for six, I chose Rubber Soul, um, and yeah, again, I want to echo what Brandon said. Rubber Soul was the first time uh, where they really started doing something interesting, um, and you know the tracks are still a little more on the basic side, um, but they they never once made you like cringe with the lyrics or. Or tune it out I mean it's an album that you really want to pay attention to it's it's got a a good you know thematic uh, both consistency and and variation between the songs and yeah it's just a really really solid album from front to back Uh, for five I chose magical mystery tour Um, I really really liked this one Uh, it's super psychedelic Um, just really it's acid-based. So it's so psychedelic. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> they were starting to get really creative. Um, and yeah, it's got some some really amazing just tracks on it. Uh, I think Blue Jay Way is really cool, kind of creepy. Um, they, not many of their other songs really sound like that one at all. Um, I'm the Walrus, just, you know, classic I fucking love that song I, so it's great. Great.
0: Yeah. I am the Wal- Walrus has got to be like a top five like Beatles song contender in my opinion
1: I don't I wouldn't I put it that high personally it. but I do love it oh <laughs> this is it's funny fun. I'm on the track list and apparently um, the full title of the song is I am the Walrus no you're not said little Nicola
4: which only brings it in
1: which only brings it up a notch in my view apparently it's just a crazy dude who thinks he's a walrus because he's tripping balls and so that's great um sounds about right Hello, hello goodbye is fantastic um uh i really like the use of all the weird creative instrumentation in this one too i think it brought in so many weird sounds with horns and strings and and all this really cool stuff. There's just so much variation across the album. Uh, "Strawberry Fields Forever," great. Penny Lane," one of my personal favorites. Um, it's a song that's really grown on me over the years. Um, just really sublime. Um, for number number four, um, I will say that uh, it was a tough decision between the White Album and Sgt. Pepper for me. You uh, just two-
0: didn't. You just didn't want to put Sgt. Pepper's High.
1: No, 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 And and
0: don't get me wrong. In your own Pepper. personal
1: bias has been doing a list of their <laughs> <your> own, <laughs> own personal opinions. Of my personal opinion. jackass! <laughs> yes. How dare I? No, I mean, and as much as I criticized you for 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 it winning number one spot, I I really like Sergeant Pepper. Um, you know, it's got some great tracks. Uh, I think the the beginning half, especially, um, uh, I love how it starts out um, with a little help from my friends. is great. Um, never been a huge fan of Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds for some reason. Um, I I do like it, but I just think it's, I think they have so many other songs that are infinitely better than Lucy. I've always found it to be a little bit overrated. Uh, But but did you know they're talking
0: about LSD?
1: Yeah, 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 I knew that. Um, Getting Better, uh, Fantastic, Fixing a Hole, one of my longtime favorites. I do think it has some not great songs in there. Um, uh, When I'm 64, not, but not a bad track, but kind of silly and kind of, uh, kills the momentum in my view, but within you, without you is amazing. Um, especially with that weird kind of, um, primal sounding drum solo, uh, being for the benefit of Mr. Kite. Yeah. Fantastic song. Super trippy. Um, it's, it's a great song. Um, yeah. Lovely Rita. Good morning. Eh, not great. Um, I will say that a day in the life, um, definitely one of the best Beatles songs ever, one of, maybe one of the best individual songs ever, and a really uh, compelling close to the album. I think it's one of their creepiest song. songs, and yeah, I mean, it. it's always mentioned. I mean, most people would probably call it their best, and for good reason. The reason I ended up uh, uh, choosing the white album over Sgt. Pepper um, is because I think the high points on the white album are insanely high. And Brandon mentioned it being kind of a mess, and I totally agree. It's you know, it's an hour and a half long album. A lot of the songs are just weird and, and dumb and silly, but man. Also, like,
0: uh, one thing I, I do want to say is when I saw... Because I had never listened to the White Album in its entirety before. So, like, right. going through this list, like, all of the albums before, this are you know, like, 30, 40 minutes max. Exactly, yeah. And then I saw the White Album was an hour and a half. I was like, wait, what the fuck? Is this, like, you know, some... The Special edition version. or something? It's got extra tracks. Nope, it's just a
1: really long album. It's a long ass album. <laughs> um, and I will say this too: I did not expect it to, to rank it this highly because in the past, I've actually, I think, appreciated the white album less than the average person. Even though I have, you know, liked it, I've always felt that it was like people ignore the bad parts um, or ignore the the weird songs and just remember the good ones. I still think that's kind of true, but I got to say, I enjoyed this album way more. Um, doing this project than I ever have at any time in my life, and and that was cool to get to finally like really appreciate it. Um, but some of the songs on here, man, are just astounding, and and um, I think maybe the peak of their of their creativity and focus. Um, Dear Prudence, Glass Onion, um, While My Guitar Gently Weeps, I think is one of their best. Um, Happiness is a Warm Gun, which I think could be argued is the best song they ever did. I don't know. It's if definitely I would say the most it. disturbing
0: song they've ever done. Yeah, I
1: don't know if I would say it definitively, but "Happiness Is a Warm Gun," um, I, I would put it definitely my top ten, easily, maybe top five, maybe. Like even. that song is like so yeah.
0: shocking to know that like the same band that did you know the first five like boy band pop records, yeah, did, did that, "Happiness like, Is a Warm Gun" to me. I mean, like
1: four that. years later. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's amazing when you think like this stuff is only a few years removed from the boy band shit. Like that's like the artistic evolution of how fast it occurred is just mind-boggling to me um i'm so tired another amazing song um just the variety on this album like the the the, the difference in sounds is amazing i mean you have everything from standard blues played in a really creepy way to i mean helter skelter the fact that the beatles uh made a song that in my view goes way more hardcore than a lot of metal and other harsher music out there uh, i think is pretty cool and one thing i do kind
0: of want to take it back to is uh when you were saying like the evolution from boy band to the white album is only four years like the entire beatles discography only spans seven
3: years yeah which is amazing a lot of work in a very short amount of time
0: first of all 12 albums in in seven years that's insane and that's not counting like other eps or other work they did or other singles that they did
1: they made a lot of music
0: they made a lot of music in a very short period of time
1: yeah and when you add the fact that by the time they were done they all had big scraggly beards and they looked like 20 years older and then you look (laughs) it's like wait that was seven years before like that's crazy but yeah Yeah. they changed quite a bit Uh, but yeah they've undergone
0: they underwent more evolution in seven years than most bands do like over decades
1: oh By far. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. Overall white
1: album. Yeah, it is sloppy. Um, I'll give it that. It's, it's definitely weird and, 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 and kind of a mess, but man, the high points here are incredible. Um, and my number two album, uh, this point, I'm extremely confident in this choice. I've got revolver. Um, I mean, what can I say? It's just, it's incredibly creative. Uh, so many different, just bright sounds, um, with also a few darker ones. Um, like, like what a just amazing kaleidoscope of, of greatness on this album. Um, every single song on this album stands out on its own, um, as its own really, uh, unique fixture. Um, I mean, you've got tax man, which is, like I said, very underrated track. Um, Despite the the uh, mathematical misconceptions that it uh, that it promotes,
0: <laughs> Ben, um, you agreed with rate your music on eight of the twelve albums. Oh, did Literally? I I mean, I'm, I'm always
1: I tend to be the conformist on that, so it <laughs> doesn't that surprise me. You conformist uh, bastard! I am because I'm right. Uh, Eleanor Rigby, yeah, another one of their best songs ever. I'm only sleeping. Uh, actually, might be my favorite on the album. Um, such a cool song. I love the stuff with the sitar, um, especially on Tomorrow Never Knows. Um, just just a great explosion of, of really cool sounds. Andrew can sing another one of my favorites. I mean, everything on this album is is pretty amazing. And then that brings us to the one and only Abbey Road, um, which in my view is pretty clearly, without a doubt, the Beatles' best album, and for a number of reasons. Uh, for one, every single song on this album is amazing. There is zero filler. There's, there's nothing that it's one of the few flawless albums I've ever listened to. Like, I cannot find a single thing that I would change in this album. Um, you know, with, with, with the eight or 10, you know, starting tracks that are on the longer side, um, where each one is just, a basically each songwriter at their peak, um, to the, you know, the famous medley, um, to close up the album. Um, it's just a perfect send off for the band. Um, you know, a great way to end, even I think technically Let It Be came out afterwards, but I always think of this as kind of their their finishing statement, as I think most people do. Um, man, uh, Come Together, Something, which is probably uh, Harrison's best best song and one of the best Beatles songs they ever wrote. Um, I Want You, She's So Heavy, which uh, is actually my, my favorite Beatles song they ever did. I know it's probably a very unpopular opinion, but I think it might be uh, the best song they've ever made
3: i actually agree with you on that too oh cool that's cool yeah i'm so how much often, agreeing
0: there is on this episode
3: yeah i i just
0: feel ripped off
1: i know but yeah i mean what can i say it's there's really like what could you change about it and not only that but it's it's cohesive um it makes sense as a story arc um it it, it's so much uh better as a concept i don't know if it's a concept album but but conceptually um i think it works so much better as an album than than anything else they did and uh i just it's amazing all
0: right i talked a lot (laughs) (laughs) it's fine eric you Mm. can skip Beatles for sale with the beatles you have some explaining to do at number 10.
3: uh yeah so i mean yeah, Beatles for sale just makes no case for any any placement above last. Uh, with the Beatles, you know, I, I I understand that it's old music, but it is just absolutely fucking criminal to stereo split the vocals separate from the rest of every other piece of the music. Like, Oh, they did that a lot, yeah. But on an entire album throughout the whole album where you're listening to the lyrics in your right ear and the music in your left right ear, fuck that. Sorry, no. George R.R. R. Martin. Um, yeah, come on, man. What were you that, thinking? That, uh, yeah, I, I'm fine with instruments in each place. You should listen to songs in stereo. But that that should never happen again. <laughs> uh, and then the White Album. And so I think meth- methodology wise, I have to explain that, you know, I kind of ranked these in terms of overall enjoyment as an album and this just has no business being an hour and a half long every other Beatles album is 30 minutes and this one is 90 come on guys (laughs) release three albums like the, the problem is this is just so contrary to the format that the Beatles work in the Beatles all their songs for the most part you know they're shorter they're catchy it's it's just it doesn't deserve a 90 minute slog and you know there's some stuff on here that is really really good, you know. I, you know, Revolution Nine is one of the most experimental songs ever at this point in time when this thing comes out, you know. But but ninety minutes from the Beatles just—that's uh, the worst song on the entire album.
1: <laughs> well, <pfft. laughs> I, yep. Sorry, yep. I just had to throw that fact
3: out there. So so and educate the viewers. I, I don't disagree Street with facts, you. Sorry. It's it's not a particularly good song. But it's the kind of music that you would expect to find on an hour and a half album. Which is not yeah, the standard Beatles music. Yep.
0: I mean, this isn't the standard Beatles album at all. It's it's the white album. Yeah, I man. mean I
3: mean you're not wrong in what you
1: say. I just think your conclusion's a little weird. I just, I just think just, your conclusions are total bullshit.
0: You <laughs> fucking idiot. I want to be angry at something. <laughs> this is all I have. It I was just, trying it, to be angry and I just
3: find myself it, like, yeah, pretty much everything on here is defensible. Yeah, I, I just I just can't go and put an album that stands out in such a weird way from the Beatles catalog as super high because it's not what the Beatles are about to me. I mean, that's fair,
0: but I mean, still putting it below some of their boy band era music to me is just nonsense. Alright,
3: All right, so,
1: so t- tell us why, yeah, okay, tell us so why that, Please Please Me is better than the White Album.
3: Well, you know, so this is still fourth from the bottom. It's, it's a pretty... Pretty low ranking, and, and uh, this is where I need to point out that the first Beatles lyric is she's only 17, so hashtag cancel the Beatles. <laughs> 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 that's not even their
1: worst one. There's shit that's worse than that on, on other albums. Oh, oh yeah, so I just thought that was old funny. How old were the they is... when they
0: first came out? I really Uh-oh. don't I have
1: no idea. <laughs> not 17, I can tell you that.
3: Probably uh, mid-20s. Well, so Please Please Me is interesting to me because some of the songs age pretty well, and some of the songs just age horrendously. Yeah, some of yep. them, terrible. Some of them are fine. Uh, you know, Anna <laughs> is a great song, a criminally underrated song. I mean, I feel like that
0: right there just kind of sums up the entire boy band era of the Beatles. Like, some of it's yeah. fine, some of it sounds like shit.
3: Yeah, I mean, that's, that's a uh, lot. I also <laughs> think Love Me Do is a pretty good song on there. Um, I do
0: too, yeah. A
1: lot of people don't like that one, but I, I've always liked it.
3: It's interesting that like Ben and I disagreed on a lot of placements, but individual tracks, I feel like uh, we've yeah, got we a seem strong to be synergy very much there. on the
1: same page. <laughs>
3: Which is good. <laughs> um, Rubber Soul comes next and Rubber Soul's in a weird place in the the discography because I think unlike Brandon and Ben, I don't consider Rubber Soul to be the start of the psychedelic stuff. I actually hear that starting to creep in and help And then, uh, of course, in Revolver, it really takes root, and you start to, Revolver might be the best example of the kind of 50-50 or or halfway split, but I I I think Rubber Soul kind of finds itself in a no-man's land between Help being the last-ish boy band era and Revolver being the first-ish psychedelic era album, and Rubber Soul just kind of got the worst of both sides of the coin, in my opinion. It's just, you know, it starts very strong, but it by the end of the 30 minutes, you're kind of like, okay. Uh, then yeah, Let I don't entirely disagree with that.
0: Yeah, that's a fair take. I mean, sure. I only yeah. have it one spot higher than you, so.
3: Yeah, I get where you're coming from, for sure. Uh, Let It Be is, I, mean, I don't know that I have anything to add there. Just, yeah. Uh, a Hard Day's Night, I actually like a lot. Um, I think as far as the, uh, the boy band era goes, this is probably the most consistent. Um, and and I, I wouldn't know that yeah, I wouldn't say that they necessarily have like it's not We have not hit the you know help Onwards in the chronology, you know, you're talking four plus hits an album at least uh, But in the older stuff, you know this one you're not you don't have four hits on there But it's it's a good good collection all the songs. I think are solid I think a hard days night the song specifically is really good I do get yeah, a laugh definitely. out of uh, closing on can't buy me love and they closed on money. That's what I want on the previous album. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even
1: realize that, but that, yeah, that's good. Uh,
3: <laughs> then magical mystery tour. Um, yeah. It's kind of discount Sgt. peppers. I, I mean, and again, I'm saying all this through the lens of like the worst Beatles album is like a seven or something. I, I really like the whole discography, including the boy band era so yeah, uh, you know I so I ha- I have a you know Magical Mystery Tour is fine but in terms of The Beatles it's just fine in terms of other artists it'd be a great achievement but in The Beatles yeah it's fine uh Help I actually really like um I'm kind of surprised to see people putting it so low I mean like like right off the bat nobody's mentioned I've just seen a face or Yesterday I mean like those uh, are, those are uh, yesterday tracks, is, yeah.
1: yesterday is good I I don't know anything special about it. i've just seen a face but i don't know to me help sounded extremely similar to to their other boy band stuff i just there was nothing distinguishing it for me yeah i don't that know sums up my thoughts I was, exactly and, and and people agree with you eric help seems to to come in higher than the other ones but i just couldn't see it personally i mean was there anything else
3: that like uh, what I set it above for you specifically tones too um you know listening to the guitars listening to the instrumentation and stuff it's It's reached a point in time, too, where they can actually really sound good. And like some of the guitars and stuff really have the seeds of that psychedelic rock sound starting to show up there. And maybe the songwriting doesn't so much, but they're starting to actually develop the the Beatles sound that everybody loves on this one. Um, Revolver, I mean, I don't know if there's a whole lot to say on any of the top three uh and kind of like i said earlier it kind of bookends rubber soul where now we're firmly in the the psychedelic range at least for me and, and there are some yep. older kind of pop rock tracks on there but but we're firmly in a new era at this point and then you know sergeant peppers i don't know i, mean, I don't have anything constructive to add to the conversation on sergeant peppers let's be honest and then yeah, yeah. abbey road is just impeccable start to finish
0: i mean yeah there's not a outside of the there isn't anything on there i strongly disagree with i maybe mean, i don't know maybe putting help that high but I, I yeah because i yeah i, I, still I, I don't it, really yeah. agree with what you're saying it, i i i mean you're right there's like hints of the psychedelic
3: music coming there but to me it's still just purely the same boy band crap i think the big difference for my my ratings versus your guys is, is i don't me personally there's not a humongous jump in quality from the boy band era to the psychedelic era and that's not to say that i think the psychedelic era is overrated i'd say i think that the boy band era is somewhat underrated for what it is yeah, I, I'm for just, me
0: like the boy band era is nothing but just like fives like they're just i still really enjoy the boy band stuff like then once we get to yeah. revolver like that's like eights and nines from that mm-hmm. point I I mean, I would that's fair. I would say I totally
3: understand why people think that. Yeah, I I would say the standard take, though, is to put all the boy band stuff at the bottom and all the psychedelic stuff at the top. And I I mean, that's more or less what we did. Exactly. That's pretty much what we all did for the most part. I I don't I mean, obviously, there's hints of it, too, on my list, but I I definitely think it's a little more malleable than that, because I think the boy band stuff is of higher quality for the most part than a lot of people give it credit for.
0: Hmm. All right. Cassie, our guests. Let's let's hear
1: what you guys said. <laughs> Arbiter of the truth and Beatles
2: aficionado. I don't know. I don't necessarily know about that. Um, it was a hard tie between with the Beatles and please please me. Like even just the, when they came out, like they just run together. Please please me with the Beatles. Like it could have been one. Solid album, and I still would have ranked it at the bottom. Like, don't get me wrong, the boy (laughs) band stuff was great, but I was kind of going more off of the enjoyability and like how often I would repeat the album as opposed to like what instruments were. Because I don't really have that big of a background in songwriting or music playing, just listening to it. And just to me, it was these were the two that I just repetitively was like all right i got the gist of the song let's move on um like don't get me wrong like uh, i saw her standing there please please me sometimes it is it, still a banger don't get me wrong it's great and then um all my loving and um was the other one i had it like right in front of me uh, please, Mister Postman. Like I feel as though they're like a little underrated, but overall, they had the same beats, they had the same melody, they had the same topics. It was all about love or girls or let's or like a combination of the two, and it just felt too repetitious to be truly enjoyed. I might have done it a disservice by listening to one right after the other. But it yeah, just I
0: made the same mistake. <laughs> I, mean,
1: I it it I've
2: just,
0: always it, listened to them first time chronologically, so
2: and that's what I did cause I'm like, well, I want to see what the what the actual revolution's gonna be and how ch- it changes. It's just the first two are not doing it for me. Um, and then like, with help, don't get me wrong. Help is amazing. It's so much fun. And sometimes I still sing it in my head. But overall, and even though it has Yesterday, which is one of my top favorite songs, like, ever, I just felt as though overall as an album, that just wasn't enough for me to want to repeat listening to it, and it wasn't enough for me to rank it higher. As we've said, the first five are very, very similar. Um, It's just, and I think at some point, they kind of got a little cow pokey instead of boy bandy, and I just... I wasn't about it. They are trying to westernize themselves. I know it was the British, the, the, the British invasion, but I don't but see it's like
1: Tucson, Arizona. How
2: could you? Uh, I know exactly. It's like the the Fab Four from Liverpool coming down to Tombstone with their assless chaps and guns <laughs> slinging, like, It wasn't doing it for me.
1: But Linda I mean, doing had it for a me, rich so. Pearson house down here.
2: Uh, used to. He sold it a few years ago.
1: Oh, okay. I don't know. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it, I used to drive past it. It's all the way out to in Reddington, but he sold it a few years ago. Oh, okay. That
3: actually made yeah. me wonder, and, when uh, when did Pet Sounds come out in the Beatles discography? Ooh, I want to talk about that, uh, that afterwards.
1: Ooh. We'll okay. have to talk um, about the infamous uh, Beach Boys, uh, Rolling Stones, Beatles debate, but
2: ooh, we'll get to that later. Ooh, yes. Um, and then after that, Just a Hard Day's Night... I love A Hard Day's Night. Um, I'm happy just to dance with you. But other than that, there just wasn't a lot that really stood out that was like, yes, I want to repeat this song or yes, I can sing along with it. It was enjoyable, but nothing that really caught my attention. It was just a continuation of the prior songs or the, the prior albums. And I like it when there's a little variance. Like, sure, we all have our genre, but... It just, it was too samey samey. And then Beatles for sale, same thing. Eight days a week is always a lot of fun to bob around to. Like you had mentioned Ben, like Beatles one. That was, I think that's my favorite like conglomeration of it all. But it just, it wasn't doing it for me as I was listening to all of these early albums. I went from, yeah, I enjoyed the Beatles too. fuck, I really don't, I really, <laughs> really don't right now. And like, I'm still feeling a little bit of the hatred of like, yeah, it was good. It was great for the time. Some of it didn't oh, age well as we're getting through it, but like, <laughs> that's exactly what it was. I am straight yeah. up not having a good time. <laughs> I thought it would be the opposite so like my expectations coming into this I'm like yeah I know all the songs I can get into it but it was just not not doing it um revolver definitely I feel as though yeah it's the kind of a turning point where they're leaving the boy band stuff they're starting to explore things on their own but also musically and they're trying to really incorporate that into their songwriting and into their lives so you can see a little bit of change um nothing as so drastic as going to the white album but there's some pretty good songs on there i, I mean tax man we mentioned that that's so I, underrated i, I, I God, feel I'm putting
0: revolver at seven that was criminal
3: to me though like yeah <laughs> i do that does yeah, hurt yeah, me that that a one, i got a hard inside. time with that a little bit
0: Shut up. You, have to pull, say,
1: you I, put the I, white element in Eric. Shut up. Yeah, but <laughs> my takes are no right. No <laughs> leg to stand on. I do have to say, I am glad we all agree that Taxman is underrated. That it's
2: so happy. underrated. It's, it's so much fun. and Eleanor song. Rigby. Yeah. That's like my favorite go-to. I'm in a slump. I want to sing along to something. We bolt out Eleanor Rigby. Like, it's great, but Yellow Submarine, it was on there. Ringo Starr just had no business singing, and I think that's what really brought it down for
1: me. (laughs) I I do agree that Yellow Submarine is definitely the low point of that album.
2: Like, they even said that Ringo Starr isn't even the best drummer in the Beatles, so what (laughs) is he doing playing and singing a song? I don't stand
0: for this Ringo slander. Not in my podcast.
2: (laughs) Well, that's just too bad.
0: I wish I was Ringo. Could you imagine that, just being a total bum and being the most successful drummer of all time?
2: Okay, so you have a fair point. But he wasn't a fab four. He was just a part of the four, in my opinion.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But that's the (laughs) best part, though. (laughs) All he did was do acid and hit
2: shit with sticks. (laughs)
3: Living the dream.
2: (laughs) Yeah, but then, like, it's definitely at this point, like, I mean, they came out... very closely together. Um, but I definitely enjoyed Rubber Soul a little bit more. I've always, for whatever reason, Norwegian Wood, This Bird Has Flown. It's, it's always stuck out to me as like an oddball one. I thought it was a lot of fun. Nowhere Man. That's just quintessential childhood. It brought me back. Um, I really like Girl. In My Life is one of the best songs. Absolutely. Um, and run yeah, for your life classics. and you won't see me. Like, these are all, like, we're starting to get into things that I gladly was repeating, even after listening to Beatles for Sale and with the Beatles. Just, uh, please, please me in with the Beatles. It just, it was far more enjoyable. I could enjoy it. I could relax. I wasn't getting frustrated as much. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then I went, it was Abbey Road. I mean... Yeah, it was definitely their final goodbye. But in terms of enjoyability, like you can see the strife that was going on between them. I felt as though like they had far more creativity earlier on, and it's just I don't know. It felt very lackluster. And again, Ringo Starr is singing "Octopus's Garden." I think it's just it's Ringo Starr. Starr. Octopus's Garden. Star.
1: Octopus's Garden. That's a Octopus's great song. Garden, How bangs. dare you? <laughs> God, I but love that song. I'm gonna listen to it. I just <laughs> can't after this. God, were you saying like Octopuses? I feel like that was like the song of like early elementary school. Like oh, for sure. was just like played everywhere. Oh, Every for sure. I would
3: get so like just like I'm underwater. <laughs> it's cool, bitch.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when I would sing it when I was younger, I'd always imagine how I had like six more arms and just, we're all riding through the current. Exactly. <laughs> just like <Deborah. laughs> that. Exactly.
1: It's such
2: a happy song. Hmm. Um, but with Abbey Road, like, Come Together and Something, Here Comes the Sun, those are some of my favorite songs, but I just felt as though the rest of the album, it didn't carry it through. Like, those were the highlights of the album. And that helped it and it's still changing away from the boy band. But overall it's like yeah, it was okay, I could repeat it, and that's why it's in the middle of where I was with the ranking. Um, let it be across the universe. I haven't seen the movie, mm-hmm. but it just it always brought some sort of euphoria. Uh, And Let It Be is one of my absolute favorites. I've got a feeling one after 909, The Long and Winding Road. Like these are really starting to get back to and get back. We're starting to get back into my childhood. These are the songs that I would sing with my mom. I would enjoy with my grandfather. So these are the ones that I was raised a little bit more with. That's why it's a little bit higher, but it's just um, not in the top three. Just because I feel as though with Magical Mystery Tour it's just... That one is a lot of fun.
1: And I'm glad you mentioned um, Across the Universe because I don't think any of us had mentioned it yet. And, and that one definitely <laughs> oh, deserves yeah, to we be... Hadn't. It's a, an amazing song. Yeah. There's only it's so, so underrated. Many. Like,
0: like I feel there are very few Beatles songs or a few guys said that I'd be like, what the fuck are you talking about?
1: Yeah, I mean, there's just so many of them. Right? It's hard to even like settle on the ones to talk about. But uh, Across the Universe, yeah. that's I think it's one of their best.
2: Oh, absolutely. And I think what have really sold it for me is the rest of the band. They started singing like Lennon. He, he was rocking it, but sometimes he would get a little too raspy or like it would almost seem like he intentionally wouldn't hit the notes that would have really brought out the song. So it was nice to have the refreshments of everybody else pitching in instead of just Lennon doing his thing. I understand he was the lead singer, but when you say it's like the Fat Four versus... John Bon Jovi. It's Bon Jovi. It's not <laughs> right. some other thing. Yeah. It's like it was like the Lennon show. Yeah. Um, Magical Mystery Tour. Same thing with Submarina, which I know we cut, but it's just it was a lot of fun. The Where, on the where hill. did you have Yellow Submarine? Right? Yeah, I'm,
0: I'm curious. curious
3: about
2: that. Uh, let me look. I totally have that up.
3: Yeah, now I'm curious. I had it we...
2: between Abbey Road and Let It Be.
3: Okay, so oh, yeah. number
1: yeah, five, uh, 13. Okay, yep.
0: I mean, I exactly can't. Yeah. Putting it above Abbey Road to me is yeah, that kind might of be insane, a little hard,
2: but... Well, let's fight about it. <laughs> we can't. It's not on the list. We should have kept it on the list just so we can fight about it. Um, Magical Mystery Tour. It's just, it's all of the songs that I know front to back. The ones that, to me, when I think about it, it's more of The Beatles. But again, I was doing the ranking as to enjoyability. I know these songs, they're great. I Am the Walrus, Hello Goodbye, Strawberry Fields Forever, Penny Lane. One of my favorites, and All You Need Is Love. Like, we hit a little bit back to, like, the boy band a little bit, but we see that they're growing older. They're trying to evolve their writing and how they're wanting to present it. So it's far more enjoyable, but Sgt. Pepper's, like, I mean with a little help from my friends, Lucy and this guy, um, for the benefit of Mr. Kite. I always thought it was the one of the better songs. That's my all time
0: favorite Beatles song. Is it? Yeah. That's a great and one. I... And was going it? back was to Across the <gasps> Universe, of the movie, I know uh, Eddie Izzard sings it in there and I was stoked about that. What? Oh, I didn't India know that. Yeah. That's cool. That's like the only thing I remember from the movies, Eddie Izzard sings for the benefit of Mr.
2: Kite. And then I think it was you, Eric. You were like, I, I am not about when I'm 64, but I thought it was such a sweet little song. Oh, it was, yeah, yeah, it oh, was, ben. was you, Ben? Oh, yeah. Okay. No, I, th- I thought it was just so sweet. And like, it, it kind of brings me back with like some of the nostalgia and like how they've changed over the times, um, which really solidified, like they were going through a lot of changes. This is... Some of the peak that they're going through the psychedelics, but this is where they're growing as individuals, as opposed to a band. And then a day in the life—you can't, you can't go wrong with that one. And then the white album—I just thought, like, I know it was long, and like parts of it, I was ready for it to be over. Like Revolution Nine, I skip it every single time. <laughs> I hate That's it. I totally hate fair. it.
1: That's totally fair. I've never it. met anyone. <laughs> was Like, yeah, that song, you know. I mean, if you really look into it, I mean, it's yeah, there's like some cool stuff going on. I've never heard anybody say that in my life. Like, I give why it credit they for they the do ambition, do it.
2: <laughs> no, not well, even an, an old star
1: 24 <laughs> minutes wasn't long enough, apparently. <laughs> oh my gosh!
2: But back in the USSR, glass onion, and then oh, de blada. It's just it's so much fun to say. That was one of the catchphrases I had with my grandpa. I just It's just, it's so whimsical. It's so different. It's in the best of ways because it's like, yes, we saw the boy bands. We saw some of their, like, growing as a group. We saw them growing individually. But this is, I feel, so the pinnacle of we get a wide variety of everything that's been coming together for a while. We're getting all of the guys singing. um, They're just silly little songs. And it's far more enjoyable to read re-listen through I mean Eric you might contradict me on this (laughs) Um, but it's so much more enjoyable than their earlier stuff and I think it's just it it survived the tribulations through time like it wasn't just for that time it's definitely stuff that is a little bit more timeless
1: yeah I, I would agree I mean I used to actually hate that song but it's definitely grown on me over the years and I actually really enjoy it now
2: Um, And then, of course, it's like, these are some of the more popular ones. Wow, My Guitar Gently Weeps. I thought Bungalow Bill just... I think I think it's just the, how things come together. The alliteration is just too much fun. No, I thought "Bungalow,
1: that Bungalow might Bell" might be too. my least <laughs> one of my least favorite Beatles songs of their entire discography. <laughs> I hate phase. the chorus yeah. and that I there's really children like singing. Like I hate Bell. it,
2: but it's so much fun to say. <laughs> I like
0: "Bungalow Bell." I think Oh yeah, Blackbird-y. "Blackbird." Blackbird yeah. is a great Blackbird song.
1: Blackbird yeah. just it's amazing. Best use um, of the Doctor Beat of any Beatles track.
2: And I, like, I think the reason why I like this so much is I personally hate it when songs are too repetitious and the chorus overtakes the song. And these are definitely more ballads. You got to see a full song, um, especially with... I am blanking right now. I'm trying to remember. Maybe it's not on here. I thought it was. I'm like looking at it on my phone.
1: Do you know the lyrics or the tune? Ah, I might be able to...
2: Desmond and Molly Jones.
1: Well, that's bloody.
2: Oh, there we go. Yes, yes, that's
1: yes. So that's uh, Yeah. There
2: we go. Yep, forgot. Completely forgot it's been a minute since I listened to all of it. No, that's fine. It's you just, are just right like, up
0: to our standards of professionalism. Like, perfect, <laughs> like so perfectly matched, it's un- honestly unbelievable. But,
2: like, that was a full story. You gotta see them young, you gotta see them grow up together, and they fall in love. Like, it was so much more enjoyable than... I want to hold your hand or she like right. don't get me wrong there's I love these things line. It's there's an actual storyline and you're not just repeating she loves you yeah 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 which I enjoy but, but there's more <laughs> there's more to it than just the chorus and Helter Skelter yeah. um and then savory Can truffle. We describe as I Helter Skelter,
0: Helter Skelter has power metal, or metal. Or metal. power <laughs> metal <laughs> <laughs>
1: Not power metal, But but a song that definitely inspired generations of power metal, and the power of the metal that was brought to the power metal definitely had an influence (laughs) on power metal.
2: Mm -hmm. No, I just I thought it was so much fun, and it's so different, and we can still enjoy it. Well, most of us can still enjoy it today, as opposed to like we have the resonating opinion that the early boy band stuff. It just. Wasn't doing it. It didn't hold up. It was great during the time because I feel so mostly because it was part of the British invasion. It was part of these people are new. This is a whole change. And like and in the sixties and seventies, there was so much political and so much warfare. There's all this giant change. And what I really like is that it kind of grew with the times. Like in the sixties, we think more relaxed. They are. Um, kind of chill whereas like in the 70s we're definitely getting more into the psychedelics we're getting more into the creativity people are branching away they're trying to have their own opinion as opposed to I know it's not part of the time but like the old stereotypical like 1950s this is what it was these were the roles um and I think that's what really made White Album and Sgt. Pepper's stand out I agree
1: yeah I mean that's yeah very well spoken. I, I mean, do want I, hard, hard I agree with, with you that. that they're
0: the two
2: best uh,
1: Beatles records, so I do want to say um, Helter Skelter, I do also find inspirational. When I listened to it, I felt like uh, starting a cult and uh, getting a bunch of people to go kill <laughs> a film director's wife and uh, and families.
2: <laughs> <laughs> do you think that's what was going on when they shot Lennon? They just like, they wanted to fight somebody?
1: I, I bet he just I have, like got D. dark. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I think... Um, I bet he just finished listening I think, to Helter Skelter right before I think that. Paul did it.
4: <laughs> no, Paul was <laughs> Paul dead Paul? at that point. <laughs>
1: well that was the cover for it was that how could paul have done it if he was dead that's why he he was the one behind that conspiracy theory to cover up his. it's just
0: conspiracy theories all the way down all right so um unless anybody has some closing statements i do believe it is time for the hot take award
1: one closing statement for me uh one thing i do want to mention we've kind of touched on it but I just want to say that even though I really enjoy the boy band stuff, the lyrics from that era are fucking atrocious.
4: Yes, (laughs) they do! I can't count
1: the times I cringed at the stupid, stupid, stupid lyrics. Like, how many times are they crying in those songs over a woman who left them? I mean, good grief. They've had a lot of women leave them. They did, and then like Mm. the ones like, yeah, I'll stalk you.
2: Uh, I am so glad you said that, Ben, because you're like, yeah, I defend the, the boy band era. And then to hear how like, atrocious like, you find the songs. Oh. It's <laughs> like,
1: shut up. Just, just like, I try to tune out the lyric. I'm not much of a lyrics listener, uh, fortunately oh. in the first place. And we've, we've talked about that in the show. Is like, Like, I generally don't pay a ton of attention to the lyrics, and I'm glad that's the case, because if I did, I'd probably lower it a notch, but man. It's a little bit
0: more difficult to not pay attention to to the the lyrics when they open with, she's only 17.
3: 17. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, oh, wild ride.
2: And see, now I think that's where we kind of differed a little bit. Like, we both grew up with it, but I'm very much more into the lyrics, and that's why I hated the early boy band stuff. Like. We got it. You're crying over another girl. Like, this sounds like middle school, high school, like sorority bullshit that I am not for. You guys are literally
0: the Beatles. Like, women throw their underwear everywhere you go. Yeah, like, the
1: one entire album. I forget which one it is. Like, they're like, "Uh, she left me. I was crying the tears, and I was at the party, and I chased after her uh, through the vineyard. And then the last song, it's like, I went home, there were 12 bitches at my door. I went to the bathroom, <laughs> then it was 24. It's like, come on, Personal guys, which is
2: growth. <laughs> First you start wiping away your tears with a tissue, and then you start wiping it away with all of this thrown undergarments, and then you just have like a whole fucking <laughs> orgy I in your
1: backyard. <laughs> with uh, with 12 vis- <laughs> and 36
3: panties. Then you're I forgetting that one tears good girl is face. worth a thousand bitches.
4: <laughs>
1: mm, that is true though
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> But I'm uh, just nice to her Never an appropriate and easy <laughs> oh. Alright Hot take awards even though I know exactly what it is
2: What is this? Hot take award. Oh so, yeah, let's
0: explain uh, again yeah. exactly. So, uh, because take
2: take I was like so confused why there's a random button based... in the middle of the screen, and I yeah, kept trying just... to like click it. I'm like, nope, it's on Brandon's.
0: So, <laughs> so uh, it's uh, this is the award to one of us that has the mathematically worst opinion compared to the uh, whole episode. Uh, Rate your music, so, correct? Yeah, the biggest difference yeah. between one of our selections and Rate Your Music, and I already know what it is. And the winner Ooh. is. Eric with
3: his yeah. opinion on the White
2: Album. I think, it's, yeah, exactly. It was the White Album that did you in.
3: Yeah. Nah. Oh. Scientifically wrong, Eric. I, that only counts if you consider Rate Your Music as a valid source, which... I mean, I don't besides really either, but it's really a conglomeration of, you look of at how uh, thousands upon stuff. thousands.
1: Of immensely intelligent people who <laughs> listen to music on a regular basis and probably have a higher IQ than than you. Um, it's like a professor saying you can't to, use Wikipedia as a, a
2: reliable source. Like, there's so many people who can like actually verify this stuff. <laughs> You're just wrong, Eric. You're
1: just wrong. No, I'm, i mean oh, facts really. Do not care I'm just about happy
0: because this Eric, is the second second to, ranking to in a, row a where one of
3: us has taken home the hot take award. We gotta defend ourselves with our shitty taste here. Yeah, because Sarah got it
0: for Kanye. What was it?
1: What album uh, was it with Sarah? Do you remember? I don't remember
3: what it I was. I think it, it's got to be Jesus is King, right? I don't remember. Maybe. It. This is your friend. No, it reminder. was college
0: dropout, I think. Just oh, remember, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rate right, Your
3: Music has Jesse Ware overrun the jewels right now. So. I mean, they're close. I think Adrian had it with um with
1: the latest yeah, dual album, right? Adrian had it by putting
0: Fear and Oculum at number one. Yeah. yeah you know it with... was spicy. Alive 2007 for Daft Punk, oh, yeah, I believe. I did.
1: Yeah, with Daft Punk I was just like, yeah, every album here is pretty good. Oh, okay. But but uh I will say um of, of the ones that we've done so far, the Beatles one was the easiest choice for me to make. Um I'm very I'm, I mean not 100% confident, but I'm pretty darn confident that in, in all my picks, I didn't really struggle with this one that much
0: at all. See, for me Daft Punk was the easiest cuz I could have done my Daft Punk rating before even starting my listening for it. Right. That helps. Uh, yeah. Um, anyway, thank you all very much for listening. Uh, we I love doing these, and uh, we're going to keep doing these full discography rankings. Next up, we have the legendary 90s rap group Tribe Cold Quest. And I'm fucking stoked for that one because I love those guys. I got one of their records up on my wall. So I am very excited for that episode.
1: Yeah, um, make sure you tilt your camera so all of our uh, audio listeners can see it, Brandon. I was showing sure you guys.
0: That. <laughs> you know what, Ben? I'm just going to turn my webcam off next time. You ungrateful you know swine. If I don't have
1: to see your face, that's
0: even better. Now we're fighting. <laughs> this <laughs> is all the fighting that we were supposed to have earlier.
2: You so, know, I forgot this was entirely like a podcast because I'm sitting here, I've been in my bra for all fucking day and I'm sitting here, <laughs> I'm like, I I'm like oh, I'm just, they're going to know. And I'm like, I could just maybe do a blanket, but it's going gonna, it's gonna to be obvious when I fling it out and I throw it across the room. <laughs> so you made me wear that. <laughs> fuck you.
1: Because <laughs> it, it makes that wing sound when you do it, right?
2: <laughs> I was thinking like more like a slingshot. But yeah.
4: It's more of a boy. <laughs>
2: No, no, that is a different thing (laughs) No, we should have done it at the end When we were talking about all these girls Flinging undergarments That was the perfect
0: opportunity (laughs) Uh,
2: Uh, I ruined everything
0: (laughs) But thank you very much for joining us Thank you for being our guest Thank you for having me We, We always like bringing guests on for these um, yeah what the hell episode's coming out I have no idea when, when no, this I episode's actually going to be lot. coming I don't,
1: out
3: so. I don't even remember. we don't know yet there's, what's going to be after this one
1: there's a lot uh, of stuff though so so stay tuned because yeah, we got more um, low quality uh, yammering coming <laughs> your way
0: <laughs> so anyway regardless of what's coming up next or whatever thank you very much for listening and we'll see you next time have a good night